One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. Spring is a great time of year to do some cleaning around the house and clean up your finances. And something else that you can do for your family this spring is shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses, things like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, or even college costs. I have a wife and two kids, with a third on the way, by the way, and business partners that all depend depend on my income. So I needed life insurance and Policy Genius made that so incredibly easy. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about how to spend money on things that bring you value. Everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of DollarAfterDollar.com. And today on the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to be talking about how to spend money on things that bring you value. If you have any questions about this episode, hit me up on Instagram at dollaraf.com. TR dollar and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And if you want to help out the show, leave a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, today we're going to be talking about how to spend money on things that you want and how to utilize your money in a way that allows you to put your wealth towards the things you want to be purchasing. Because what a lot of people do when they give you personal finance advice is it's all about what you can't spend your money on. You can't go out and buy lattes every single day. You can't go out to eat. You can't go on vacay all day. Well, while you're at it and taking this advice, why don't you go ahead and live in a cave and hoard all your cash? Because that's how ridiculous some of this advice is becoming. And the issue at hand is when you're building wealth, This is not the way to build wealth. And we've talked about this a number of times on this podcast, but to cut back on the small things is not the way to build wealth. 
Most people focus on $3 problems instead of focusing on the $30,000 problems. And that's the issue at hand here. Because only focusing on these issues, yes, you can cut back coffee and maybe save 50, 70, 100 bucks a month if you go to Starbucks every single day. Absolutely. Now, can that build wealth $100 a month? You can actually you can get to six figures over the course of 30 years with $100 a month. But is it generational wealth? Not at all. And so focusing only on these things instead of the major problems, the big ticket items, is what we talk about here on this podcast. Because if you focus on the big ticket items and reducing your costs in the areas that don't bring you value, then you can spend lavishly on the things that bring you value. So instead of sweating the small stuff, what are the things that moves the needle? Things like increasing your income, so negotiating your salary. What if you focused all your time, instead of cutting back on things, into learning the skills to negotiate your salary? We have episodes on how to do that. Or finding the right partner in life. Or saving for retirement. Or buying the right house, which has a major impact. Or understanding the impacts of the big three. So the big three, we've talked about before, we have an entire episode on the big three if you're interested in this. But if you cut back or control your expenses in these three areas, in housing, in transportation, and in food, those have the biggest impact on you on a day-to-day basis. Now, you can absolutely spend money on this stuff. We'll talk about that in a second. But controlling these items in the areas that don't bring you value is gonna be a major benefit for you. And controlling these big ticket items allows you to increase your income. So let's make our money do what we want our money to do. Because I truly believe that you should cut out all the crap you don't care about within your budget, within the amount that you spend every single month. Anything that does not bring you value, cut it out and spend lavishly on what does bring you value. That is the way to wealth. That is how you build wealth and utilize your money in the way that you want it to be utilized. So what do you love spending money on? What do you, what just lights you up? Not something that you just like, like you maybe you like to go out and eat ice cream or you like to go to restaurants, but what do you love? What brings passion inside of you? What if you could spend double, triple, quadruple what you spend now on that thing that you love? Now, what you love doesn't have to be like what stereotypical rich people do, like driving Lamborghinis and Ferraris and having all these different things that they spend their money on. These are your values. So understanding this, going into it, will help you tremendously in the long run. You have to know what your personal values are. And I'm going to give you a couple of ideas on how to figure out what that is if you really don't know. If you're interested in spending more money on the things that bring you value and allowing your money to do exactly what you want it to do, then stick around and let's get into it. So the questions we want to ask ourselves, because we want to figure out where we want our money to go. So the question you want to ask yourselves is, what do I want from my money? And if you can't dial it down, let's reframe the question. What do you love spending money on? What do you love spending your money on? And once you have the answer to that question, then you can say, well, how can I do this and still hit my money savings, my retirement goals, my investing goals, building wealth for my family? How do I save for my kids, college, and all these different pieces put together? Now, it's extremely difficult to answer this question in one specific scenario, But as we go about doing this, and as you start to get better with your money, what you're going to realize is you can afford the things that bring you value if you cut out the things that don't bring you value. Because the things that don't bring you value can add up tremendously. And if you're just keeping up with the Joneses, you can have thousands of dollars of things that you're spending money on that don't bring you value. But what do you love spending money on? Is it travel? Is it health? Is it pursuing freedom? 
Is it relationships? Is it self-improvement? Those are the types of questions that you have to ask yourself. And once you come up with the idea or a close enough idea of what you want to do, then we get into what I call the money value manifesto. Now, what this is, is it's just parameters or rules because what happens to a lot of people, especially people who have a background of being extremely frugal, this is difficult to do for them. It's difficult for people to spend money on stuff that they value when for so long people have been telling you to hoard cash. So with the money value manifesto, what that's going to do is kind of give you rules and parameters to free you up to be able to spend that cash. So the first part of it is let go and give yourself permission to spend. Because what a lot of people want to do is they want to hoard their cash and they don't know how to spend money. So if there's something that really brings you value, it's going to make your life better in in the long run, then let go and give yourself permission to spend money on that thing. And then decide what is important and not important. Because doing what is important and cutting out what's not important is the catalyst to this whole system. Because you have to cut out the things that don't bring you value. Otherwise, you're just going to spend all your money and all your money is going to go out the window. So you have to figure out what am I spending money on that I really don't want to be spending money on. Now, it's not necessities, things like the electric bill or water, but look at things that you're spending money on that really don't matter to you. It could be things like a super fancy car payment, but you want a really nice house. Well, reduce your car payment so you can save more for a down payment on a really nice house. Number three in the money values manifesto, spending money on your passions and joy is what money is meant to do. Spending money on your passions and joy is what money is meant to do. You earn money so that you can utilize it as a tool to do what you want in life, to bring fulfillment. Maybe it's giving to charities. Maybe it's giving to your local church. Maybe it's going after experiences and having all these different experiences every single month. Maybe it's buying watches. Maybe it's clothes. But making sure your money is doing what it's supposed to do and going towards the things that you're passionate about is extremely important. Number four, your priorities must be planned for. So what that means is you need to start planning for priorities. Maybe you want a boat and you want to spend a lot of time out on a boat, but you don't have enough money for a boat right now. Even if you start saving $50 to $100 a month, you're actually progressing towards that goal of owning a boat. And so you have to start planning today to go after that system. Because if you don't, you're never going to achieve the goal no matter what you do. But if you start saving today, even if it's a small amount, at some point in time, you're going to reach that goal if you're consistent all the way through time. Number five, this must be guilt-free spending. So you can't start spending money on things that bring you value and then start to feel guilty about spending money because that doesn't bring joy. That doesn't bring peace. That doesn't bring fulfillment. All that does is give you another stressor. So you have to figure out how to do this and not feel guilty about doing this. Number six, allocate dollars to it as much as possible. So as long as you're hitting your savings goals, your investing goals, your retirement goals, you should be allocating dollars to this as much as possible. Once your needs are met, why wouldn't you allocate more dollars towards it? Number seven, nobody else should impact your money values. So nobody else can tell you what to spend your money on. If you have a spouse, then you guys need to have blow funds, meaning neither one of you can tell each other what to spend their spending money on. Not your parents, not your grandparents, not your uncles, not your aunt. Nobody should be telling you what your values are. Only you know what your values are. Number eight, it must bring you joy or ignite your passion. It's got to give a fire in the gut. It's got to make your life easier. And then number nine, what we always talk about on this podcast is every time you get a raise, you increase the amount that you're saving and investing. 
at the same token, every time you get a raise, you need to increase the amount you allocate towards your values. Because imagine increasing the amount over time towards what you love, towards the things that you want to spend your money on. How amazing would your life be? Because this is how you utilize money as a tool. This is how you utilize money as what it's supposed to do. Because what a lot of people do is they go through life not understanding this. And they go through life thinking, I can't afford that. You know what I can't afford that is? I can't afford that is a poverty mentality. Because maybe right now you can't afford it, but someday you can. If you want a fancy car or you want a really nice boat, saving $50 a month is going to take you a long time to get there. But at least you're going for it. And at least you're chasing after that goal. Most people never even chase after their goals, especially when it comes to spending money on big ticket items. And if your goal is to have a big ticket item, go after it. Start allocating towards it now. There's way too many people out there who will tell you you shouldn't be doing this, that you shouldn't be spending your money on things that are frivolous. But if it brings you joy and it makes you happy, what's the problem here? Because this is what money's meant to do. You work your butt off so that you can earn money, so that you can start buying freedom for yourself. And in addition, you're allocating your dollars towards the things that bring you value. You're unstoppable, my friend. You're absolutely unstoppable. Who can stop you if you're doing that? You're fulfilling, you're checking all the boxes. You're investing your money and you're doing the things you wanna do in life. Now, if you can't do both, if you can't allocate towards your values and can't save and invest at the same time, then guess what? You've got to look for ways to increasing your income because that's what we talk about here all the time. So increasing your income is so important because it gets you to these levels. And so once you're able to do that, either increasing your income at your job by negotiating your salary or getting a side hustle or starting a business, all of these will help you increase your income over time. But increasing your income is going to allow you to achieve these goals. And these goals are so important when it comes to money because you're utilizing your money in so many different ways that creates fulfillments or goes towards the causes you love. And that it right there, my friends, is how you build true wealth because you're doing it all. You're doing everything you want your money to do. You're buying your freedom back. You don't have to work anymore eventually. And in addition, you're spending money on things that make you happy. That's the goal here. That's what I want to teach each and every one of you to do in addition to building generational wealth that you can hand down to your children, to your family members, to your spouse, and whoever else you love in your life. This is the goal. This is what we want to do. So now, let's get into some of the categories of things that you can spend money on that bring you value. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to Indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank, N.A., or Stride Bank, N.A., members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. One of the hardest things about managing your money is figuring out where it's all going. And most of us are trying to save for several goals at once, which can feel like a daunting task to see if you're on track or even on pace to accomplishing your goals. But there is a tool that makes it so much easier, and it's called Monarch Money. They help you track your money flow without taking a ton of time and energy. And Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. And you can invite them with an extra account with their own login at no extra cost to collaborate with you. And Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can create custom budgets, set notifications, and you can set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com PFP. That's M-O-N- A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash P-F-P for your extended 30-day free trial. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers, and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. So what I want to do here is I want to go through some categories of things that I love and some things that you may love as well that you could spend money on. And what I call these are buy buttons. And what I mean by that is these are things that you want to buy no matter what. So maybe you're really into specific things and no matter what, you want to be able to spend money on that thing. Well, I'm going to get into some categories that I'm interested in to help you If you really are struggling to think about what do I really value in life? Maybe you don't have any hobbies. Maybe you don't have something that you're really interested in. So I'm going to go through some of the buy buttons and let's see where we all land. So the first one is travel. And this is huge for my generation, the millennial generation. A lot of people in the millennial generation want to travel. And my wife and I, when we first got married, this is what we were super interested in is we wanted to travel all over the place. And what we did 
was we utilized credit card points to travel for free. Now, we're going to have an episode coming up on how to do this and how exactly I do this. So if you're not subscribed or following the podcast, make sure you're following the podcast on your podcast player so you can have that episode in your feed when it comes out. You can travel the world for free. And that's what we did. We went to all over the place. We went to Greece. We went to Italy. We went to Puerto Rico. We went all over the place traveling literally for free. And this was a big thing because we wanted to experience different areas of the world. So if travel is something you're super interested in, this may be something you want as one of your buy buttons. One of the things that brings you value. So how do you think about that? If on January 1st, you're the person who's thinking about where am I going to travel this next year? Or if you're a master of credit card hacking or point hacking, or if you have a bucket list or a a bunch of destinations where you want to go travel to, or you have strong opinions on the right suitcase or the right way to travel on a plane, these are some indicators that you might be interested in the travel buy button, that you're interested in traveling around. Now, this doesn't have to be international. You can go within the United States, or if you live in Canada, you can go stay in Canada. Or wherever you live, you can visit your location. But this is a great way to spend your money on experiences and memories and with your family and with people that you love or your friends. People go out and have fun because I don't know about you, but every time I travel, I always come back with a new perspective and I feel energized and it's a whole different world. Every single time I grow. And that's the cool thing about travel. And that's the underrated thing about travel that people don't talk about. So that's one thing that I'm super interested in still. I have two kids under the age of three, so it's a little harder to travel now. But as they get a little older, I want to share these experiences with them as well. So this is a big thing for me. The next buy button, and this is a massive one for me, and this is one people never talk about, but it's convenience. Why do I want convenience? Because I want to spend as much time with my family as possible. So increasing the convenience allows me to do that. So this could be anything like taking Ubers or buying an extra phone charger so you don't have to run around the house, go find a charger or buying pre-cooked meals or having everything delivered to you, having your groceries delivered to you so you don't have to spend an hour every weekend at the grocery store or having automations across your entire life from your finances, automating your bank accounts to automating everything else in life. I used to spend five hours every single week mowing the lawn and trimming the hedges and doing all that stuff. I hired a lawn service for $55 a month I get 20 hours of my life back. That's the best $55 a month I spend because doing that gives me 20 hours a month back with my family. Unbelievable. It could be something like a cleaning service or a nanny for your kids or a dog walker. All of these things are examples of convenience. And what convenience does is it gives you your time back. Maybe you want convenience so you can start having time to build a side business. Maybe you want the convenience so you can actually have the time to look at your money, to get your money together because work eats up all your time. You have to figure out your why with convenience. Don't just do it because you're lazy. Well, if you like to be lazy, do it because you're lazy. But convenience is another way that you can spend money if you value your time. The next one, health and fitness. Now, health and fitness is a huge one for me. And in fact, when the gym shut down during COVID-19, I put a lot of my dollars, my value dollars, towards health and fitness by building a home gym. And what I did is I converted my one of my garage spaces into a home gym. And it was not a cheap thing to do, but I was willing to spend the money because lifting weights and working out and having time in the gym is extremely important to me. So I spent the money on health and fitness. I bought a squat rack. I bought a full set of dumbbells. I bought a cable machine. I bought all these things so that I could have the same experience that I had at the gym within my own home. 
And it turned out to be the best thing I ever did. I have little kids, so when the kids go to bed, then I can go into the gym. I don't have to drive to the gym at 9 o'clock at night and then come home at 10.30. So it's one of the best things I did. But there's other examples. If you're really into your health and into your fitness and you want to live a long life, hey, you're working all this time so that you can buy freedom. And once you have that freedom, you want to enjoy it for some time. So investing in your health and fitness is extremely important. It's extremely important. Because why are you chasing after this freedom and all of a sudden you can't enjoy it? So it could just be a simple gym membership, making sure you go ahead and get a gym membership or hiring a personal trainer or a coach or a home gym like I did or buying whole foods or supplements or if you want a nutritionist and you're really health conscious on that front. All of these are are ways that you can spend your value dollars on things related to health and fitness. The next one is experiences. So if you're the type of person who dreams of things like skydiving or going to concerts or fishing charters or unique vacation activities or dinners at Michelin-starred restaurants, all of these are examples of experiences. I have a friend who had a really cool idea. What he does is he and his wife, every single month, they do this religiously once a month, is they go on some unique experience. So like he'll go through things like Groupon or he'll go to websites and try to find weird stuff within their area that they can go do. So like one time they went hiking through caves, one time they did bungee jumping, one time they went whitewater river rafting, all these different things that you can do every single month. So if you're into experiences, that may be something that you could do. And it's extremely inexpensive to do something like that or put a system together with something like that, especially if you're doing it through Groupon. It could be, it can't be more than $100 a month. But finding ways to have new experiences with you, the ones you love, your family, could be one of your buy buttons. The next one, freedom. Now, if you're obsessed with the concept of retiring earlier, financial independence or the FIRE movement, if you're obsessed with that, then freedom may be your main buy button. Because if you're trying to achieve fire within 10 years, sometimes it's hard to spend extra money when you're trying to achieve fire as fast as possible. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing things that make you happy or spending money on things that make you happy. But if you want to allocate your extra dollars towards fire, because that's how much it means to you, and I know a lot of people like this, then you should be doing that if you're obsessed with fire. So ways to do that are buying assets, buying more freedom, Looking at retiring earlier, hybrid approaches to working or spending on your business to replace your nine to five. All of these are examples of how to allocate extra dollars towards your freedom so that you have more time. The next one, relationships. Now, relationships should be a big one for anybody who's married or is dating or has kids or family. Building and saving time for relationships is shown to increase happiness. So what does this mean? Maybe you can have frequent date nights or weekly dinners with friends, or fun activities with friends, or going out to big family dinners, or having your family over to your house. Having a dinner at your house is expensive if you have a big family. But allocating your dollars towards that could be something that you truly value so that you could spend more time with your extended family. These are all different ways that you could spend money on relationships. The next one, generosity. I believe one of the biggest things to do with your money is to give it away. That's one of the, the biggest fulfillments for me, personally. And we'll have an episode on giving and what I feel about that and all that kind of stuff as well. And maybe we'll have a couple of other people on to talk about it as well. But I think giving is a massive, massive thing to do. And there's a bunch of different ways that you can give. Maybe it's tithing at your local church or giving to causes you believe in or giving to the homeless or giving time to the causes you believe in. The next buy button, luxury. 
Now, this one, if I was on a panel with a bunch of people from the fire movement, we'd have a big argument about this one. But there's nothing wrong with liking things in the luxury department. So this could be a number of things. I'll go through a list that I have here. But this could be a number of things. Maybe you like designer purses or you like designer. Or you like nice cars or big houses or fancy watches or fancy hotels is another big one. Listen, when we were younger and we were travel hacking, at first, we would spend the least amount of money on hotels that we possibly could. And over time, I got really sick of staying in nasty hotels. So now, one of the things I like to do is I'd rather stay in a nicer hotel and spend money on that than go on a vacation at all and stay in a nasty hotel. Maybe it's restaurants. Spending money at a bunch of restaurants every single week is a luxury. But luxuries also don't have to be expensive. Because one of the coolest things I've, somebody told me once was that if you don't have a lot of money, and I did this early on in my 20s. If you don't have a lot of money, what are the things that you really like and you could buy the best in the world of that thing? So you could think of something like the example that I got. How much do you think buying the best cheese in the world costs? The best cheese that you can possibly buy, that money can buy. Because if it's like 20 bucks to buy the best cheese in the world, that'd be a pretty cool experience. Buy the best rated cheese in the world. So this is something that you can still participate in luxury if you can find items that you want to try or experiences that you want to have that don't cost much. Maybe it's weekly spa treatments or getting your nails done or maybe it's shoes. You know your boy has to have his Yeezys. Any of these things could fall into the luxury buy button department. The next one is the social buy button. So this is going to bars with your friends, going out, weekly brunch with your friends, Fun activities with friends, vacations with friends, golf trips with your buddies. All of these can fall into the social department. And this is extremely important for a lot of people because a lot of people allocate a lot of dollars towards this. If you want to socialize with your friends, you have to have a place to go. It's either your house or going out. And so allocating dollars towards that and understanding that is okay will be extremely beneficial for you. And then the last buy button that I'll give you is self-improvement. So spending money on things like books. My personal rule on books is that if I want to buy a book and I think I'm going to learn something from it, I don't even think about it. I just buy the book. What if you learned one thing from that book? It's literally the cheapest form of education in the world. You can spend $15 and learn one thing. That's the best buy you had all year long. Books are filled with so much wisdom now. There's so much information out there that there should be no hesitation to buying a book. You could buy courses. Courses have been extremely beneficial to my Life. If you've never bought an online course before, I've bought tons of them. And every time I learn something from them. Now, a lot of them aren't cheap anymore, but at the same time, if you can learn one or two things, maybe you learn a couple things that increase your income or how to invest better or how to improve your buy buttons, the things that you care about. Maybe you're really into golf and you buy a course on golf. What if that makes your golf game 10 strokes better? That's a lifelong benefit for you. So it's money well spent. Another thing you put money towards is seminars. Maybe you like going with collective groups to these seminars and you guys can collaborate together on the things that you're interested in. Or maybe it's coaching, investing money in yourself into a personal coach who can walk you through whatever you're interested in. Maybe it's your money. Maybe it's fitness. Maybe it's your hobby. But improving that and investing in coaching is going to only make you better at whatever you're interested in. And so all of these are ways to invest in self-improvement. So these are just some of the buy buttons that you could think through. And if there's others that you think of, hit me up on Instagram at dollar A-F-T-R dollar. And let me know. And we'll post some of them in the stories as well. Because understanding that you can spend your money on the things that bring you value is going to change the way you build wealth. 
Because it's not just trying to cut back on everything all the time. That's not what money is meant to do. And people who are telling you that, tell them to get a vest with a bunch of pockets in it, grab a big old stick, and take a hike. Because that's not what money is meant to do. Your money is meant to build generational wealth, and it's meant to give to causes that you care about, and spend on things that bring you value and bring you joy. That's what your money is there to do. It's not just to cut back so that all you do is hoard cash in a savings account or all you do is hoard cash in a brokerage account while living in a cave. That makes no sense, but a lot of people talk about that's the only way to wealth, and it's not. Because how you get to the point that we're talking about here is focusing on what brings you value, cutting out the things that don't bring you value, and from there, increasing your income so you can buy more of the things that bring you value. That's what money's there to do. That's what we're here to do. And when you use your money for the causes that you believe in, when you use your money to bring you more joy and to bring fun to your family, when you use your money to build generational wealth with your investments, all of a sudden you're unstoppable. Nobody can stop you. And that is why this podcast exists, is to teach you how to do this. That is why we're here. So if you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram at dollar dollar and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. If you want to help out the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us the old five-star review. If you got value out of this podcast, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It truly does help out the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if this is your first time listening, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. And share this episode with a friend. And don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes as well. Because our goal is to bring as much value to you as possible. And we're trying to spread this message that money can buy freedom. That's what money is there to do, is to buy more freedom. So thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you have a great day. heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money, but everything in life from travel to starting a business is expensive, which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend, Chris Hutchins a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. 
All the hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.